0: Welcome back to the Smarter Marketer podcast brought to you by Rocket Agency. I'm your host, James Lawrence. Welcome back to the Smarter Marketer podcast. I'm here today with Simon Connolly. Simon's currently head of SMB at Spotify Australia and New Zealand. So today we're going to be discussing all things Spotify and Spotify ads. Simon, welcome to the pod. Thank you for having me. It's awesome to have you here. I think Spotify ads and the Spotify platform, I think it's a... um, a topic, a subject matter, which marketers are interested in. It's a, it's a sexy brand. It's I guess a new channel, new not 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 totally new, but it's something which has probably grown a lot in the last couple of years. And thought it'd be excellent to get you on board and just chat about what kind of what the platform's doing as, as we move through twenty twenty three. And I think regardless of whether you're a marketer that has previously advertised with Spotify or whether you're not, I think just a good, what it is, what it's not discussion is of of use for everyone. So I guess just at the very beginning, like how does Spotify ads work?
1: Yeah. Thanks for having me. So I think Spotify obviously is like a brand, a lot of people know, particularly in Australia and New Zealand, but as an advertising channel, it's probably not forefront of mind for a lot of consumers out there, but I think people are surprised when they hear about the scale of the reach that's available there and the tools that we have. So put, Like really simply, there's there's two tiers to Spotify. Essentially, there's the premium tier where you paid subscription, as you do with Netflix or Amazon Prime or anything, and you have all your music there available ad-free. And then we also have the free version of Spotify as well, which is ad-supported. So within that, users still have access to all the world's music, podcasts as well. But of course, there is ad breaks. So those happen sort of in between the music. And then obviously we can get into like how all that works and what's the technology and the the platform behind that as well.
0: Do you have numbers on how many like paid accounts versus uh, non paid accounts there are in the Australian market because like I, I have a premium account so I presume that similar to well, I guess Netflix at present in Australia you're not really seeing ads that might that might change but is there a misconception around unpaid accounts versus paid like pe- people are using it in, in an unpaid form
1: yeah, I think, you know, within, particularly within media as well, a lot of us, perhaps, <laughs> because we sell ads, we don't want to hear ads. <laughs> so I,
0: I love being sold too, <laughs> actually. actually. <laughs> and,
1: and certainly Spotify subscription is very popular yeah. in Australia, right? It is, is the number one audio streaming platform. But globally, it works out to about 60% on average. And that's kind of, we don't give out the sort of breakdowns per individual region or market. Yeah. But it works out more or less around that that mark of paid to premium sub- or free subscription, should I say? Yeah. So there is pretty sizable audience. So I think ComScore has us as total numbers of twelve and a half million monthly active listeners in yeah. Australia. So we're thinking at like a fifty percent version of that at least, or looking at the the free thing. So we do have a lot of a lot of scale there. I, I think the other thing probably with the misconception is the assumption is that that audience is then just teenagers yeah. or you know skewed students, but what we see is actually it pretty much mirrors the demographics on the paid side as well. Mm. So it definitely, as it does on the paid side, it skews younger. So I think uh, you know roughly about 60% of our listeners in Australia are under 35. Uh, but those kind of demographics, you know, the the gender split, the age split, it's pretty much even. You know, there is no big discrepancies on paid versus free. It's not as if the free is just sort of teenagers yeah. or
0: students. I think that's where I was coming at with that question. And yeah, I'd heard that you guys presented to, to the rocket team. And that was something I found really interesting that it's not, it is a bit of a misconception that all the uh, ads are being served to young kids that can't afford a subscription. It was, I think some of the references were um, quite common in, in office environments, corporate environments, um, a yeah. whole bunch of different use cases, which is which is kind of interesting. And then, how do the ads actually work? I think just talk to us a little bit about: is it all all audio? Is it also kind of um, graphics, visuals on on devices?
1: Yeah. So there's there's two formats really that we we'll talk about. There's there's a few more higher impact formats that you can buy direct, sort of display homepage takeovers. But I would say the majority of what we We are working with, and certainly if you're using Ad Studio, which is our self-serve ad platform, there's two ad formats, which is audio and video. Mm -hmm. So um, it's pretty sophisticated in terms of its its detection. So we can see within the app itself that if you are looking at the screen, so if you're actually looking at your phone or you have your desktop open and you're interacting with Spotify, then you will be eligible to be served a video ad. Mm -hmm. But you know, I think, and this is something that's quite unique about Spotify and kind of maybe pushes us you know into a broader realm beyond you know the likes of other other digital platforms is people listening to music while doing something else right mm. so while cleaning your house while working out in an office in a car wherever the environment may be uh, in those environments of course it'll only be audio that plays but it's uh, i think that's kind of like for me is the the really interesting play is the power of digital audio it's sort of reaching you in those moments where you're even you're on the bus with your headphones on when you're you're not actually exposed to your phone you're not exposed to a video or display banner whatever ad that may be but you still ha- can be reached through digital audio
0: it's quite an intimate way of advertising isn't it audio it's kind of I think, sim- similar to podcast ads i think there is that cut through which the knock on facebook as it relates to this kind of space is that it often is sound off people are scrolling through so sound isn't coming through youtube when you speak to the google team will be saying well that's one of the benefits of youtube is that you also generally you have sound on but the idea that you're actually focusing in on audio and nothing but is a real tick i think in the spotify box yeah i mean
1: audio audio is everything is sort of our our mission statement and yeah. so that's people aren't interacting with spotify sound off for sure so it's... <laughs>
0: it'd, be, it'd be a dull old experience wouldn't it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's really interesting so we're not we're not getting you're not going to give us a secret to how many uh, users there are in australia but you know if it is half of that audience it's we're talking millions and millions of australians accessing spotify and presumably on a daily if not weekly kind of basis. We'll talk a little bit, I think, about creative afterwards. But in terms of getting my message in front of the right people, what kind of targeting options do we have with with Spotify?
1: Yeah. So we've kind of the full suite, I guess, of what you would expect with any kind of advertising platform in terms of targeting options. That starts with demographics geographic you can go down to the postcode level but what we can do to build on top of that and this is really built around what we call streaming intelligence which is the technology that really powers sort of everything at spotify so like the curated playlists that you get your discover weekly your release radar all these things that are actually you know as you mentioned it's really one-to-one it's quite intimate personal Mm. it's a playlist spotify has created only for you you're probably the only person in the entire world who's got that exact playlist and it's based on you know your your interests your listening habits so that same technology kind of powers our advertising as well and those kind of filter into kind of the two key things which i think are the most interesting targeting options beyond obviously our standard demo uh, geo targeting options and that's uh, real time context and then the interests mm. so interest is based on the music you listen to, the podcasts you listen to as well. So we're able to pull together pretty powerful sort of buckets of these These are the kinds of people who are interested in sports versus these are the kind of people who are interested in entertainment and lifestyle. And then when it comes to the real-time context, which I think is probably like the superpower of Spotify and it speaks to what we just talked about, the power of digital audio to reach you in moments you know, those screenless moments, yeah. because we do a lot with like curated playlists that are really sort of moment based. So that's like workout mixes, uh, study mixes, there's even like sleep mixes, you know, where people are listening to relaxing music, <laughs> noise, and that kind of contextual or yeah. that contextual moment, I think is really powerful moment for advertisers, because, you know, we've seen it from our own research and our own studies that uh, like two thirds, seventy-five percent of respondents say that they are much more favorable to ads when it recognizes the context yeah. we are being played in. So if you're selling a sports drink and you're in a workout playlist, you know yeah. it's it's a very very natural fit.
0: That's it, and I think that's it's kind of the big argument for all digital marketing in terms of when it comes to targeting. Right? It's like, well, let's give people ad experiences that at least are relevant to to kind of what they're into. And we, um, I think, the first client we ever ran Spotify ads for was actually a national gym franchise and it was really interesting And we were tapping into those you know workout type playlists and yep. we did some pretty interesting work targeting just a, a small number of locations in a certain area just to kind of get a handle on what kind of uplift um, we could get from it and it was really really interesting and, and a really successful campaign. In terms of um, the interest-based targeting how, how big is that like are we talking kind of 15 different targeting type uh, interest types we're talking hundreds
1: oh so, yeah n- not hundreds i don't know the exact number to, yeah
0: no but just generally like yeah in,
1: yeah in around it's more general than yeah into politics than
0: getting, into a particular sport kind of thing is,
1: yeah rather than like getting too in the weeds with it because yeah, um, yeah well, you want obviously you know the balance of like reaching reaching a, a, a sizable audience yeah. as well
0: yeah totally and then in terms of demo staff age postcode targeting in australia right yes yeah is, all
1: of us we've got obviously everybody who's using Spotify is logged in. So we've got that pretty rich first-party data when it comes to self-declared age and gender. And then obviously we're just working off IPs in terms of getting that postcode targeting.
0: Yeah, okay. In terms of actually purchasing ads, maybe just walk us through the different options there. Like I guess listeners to the pod, we've definitely got some marketers working in really, really small businesses. We've got marketers working in mid-market upper end of SME type area. And then we've also got marketers working in really large organizations. So kind of what are the different paths to, to getting the most out of buying Spotify ads?
1: Yeah, sure. So there's three kind of paths to to purchasing Spotify advertising. The first is, I guess, more like the traditional media buy is the direct route. Mm -hmm. So an IO-based buy. There are minimums on those. So it's guaranteed. It's usually a higher end uh, minimum in terms of IO amount. So it tends to lean towards those enterprise level brands, big national brands, the big agencies as well tend to direct. We also have programmatic. So obviously through your DSP, or if you're buying programmatically, you can also access Spotify inventory through there as well. Yeah, And then we have, which is sort of my world uh, and where I work on is our self-serve platform, which is called Ad Studio. So that's sort of the the vast majority of advertisers who are accessing Spotify here locally, but globally as well. And put simply, it's just sort of ease of use, right? So again, it's a sell platform, very much styled on every other sell platform that you would be familiar with as yeah. manager, Google ads, and you can start from as little as $250. So just can be through a credit card. You can do invoicing through it as well. And you're really getting that full suite of targeting options you're getting that inventory getting the audio and the video as well so it's it's pretty like democratic in terms of access there's not much that is held back that you have to direct it's very instantly accessible through the self-serve platform and that's yeah particularly for those smes the smaller kind of side of things and a lot of agencies as well are using ad studio for its ease of use and its flexibility as well right so again you could just go in like you said, you, you guys have done a rocket, test out a few campaigns, see the results, and then see if you guys want to invest further and take yeah, it to that. The- that's yeah. it. Like,
0: we've always found it really, really easy to use and super useful in terms of running um, campaigns for clients through that interface. Do you, um, and then maybe just talk to the listeners about the metrics, because obviously it's a slightly different, it's a different media, right? To, I think what a lot of uh, marketers are used to in digital. So maybe just talk about like, if we're running a campaign, what kind of metrics are we getting reported back?
1: Yeah, so you'll get sort of everything you would come to, I would say, imagine, expect in terms of running a digital marketing campaign. So you'll obviously see your impressions, you'll see your reach, you'll see your click-through rate. Uh, you'll also see, which is somewhat unique for Australia, because we have within Australia, so there's actually, I don't know if you have any Kiwi listeners, it's it's different in New Zealand than it is in Australia, The most of the world, the ads are non-skippable in Spotify, but here in Australia, the ads are actually skippable. So you also see completion rates as well, because the user does have the ability to skip the ads. And we actually work on a second price auction model within Ad Studio. So it's a a biddable platform and you are bidding and being charged for your completed listens. So we're not charging you until 100% of that
0: ad is actually listened to. That's even though they are skippable even though they are skippable. So, healthy so, no incurs if the if the user chooses to skip the ad. So, presumably ads that are relevant kind of rise to the top and get promoted by the algorithm.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I think what we find just the, like the user behavior of Spotify, we in just in general have quite a high completion rate because if you think about it, it's very different from, you know, what we may experience on YouTube where you're trying to get through the ad to get to the content. Yeah. This is interstitial amongst music. So this could be, you know, studying or working out. So you're just listening to hours of music and there's certain ad breaks within there. And obviously a lot of it is screenless moments. So users are exposed to that ad they are probably less inclined to sprint across the room to try and skip it. Yeah. <laughs> just listen to the ad to move on you know if you're in the middle of a workout or you're studying or you're doing the chores in the house whatever it may be
0: it's gonna be a pretty bad ad to uh yeah bad. <laughs> <laughs> come, on, come on marketers what um that of part segues nicely into to the next section so the ads themselves if we could maybe just talk you know what, what are our options there and then what works and what doesn't based on your kind of experience
1: yeah so uh it's audio or video up to 30 seconds so if i mean i won't uh, like if you go to ads.spotify.com, obviously there within the help section you can see the full ad specs, the dimensions, the, the you know there's uh, obviously an image that goes accompanying uh, banner image as well that you can put in there, and all file sizes and all that fun stuff. I won't bore you with yeah. now. But what we really recommend, I think, is is particularly the audio. I think video is somewhat universal now, right? So like every platform supports video. It's very much a video first, right? Moving away from static manner images, uh, digital advertising. So video tends to follow those same rules, right? You've got short, sharp, to the message point. I think it's where audio is quite unique to us, right? Because that's particularly on this, you know, where I work with a lot of smaller brands and agencies, they're not necessarily buying audio in any other means. Yeah. They may have dabbled a bit in podcasts, very unlikely to be spending on commercial radio. So audio is probably the stumbling block for them where they're like, we don't necessarily know how to create audio ads. We don't know what we should be doing. Yeah. We're kind of very... I'd say hyper conscious of that, and it's something we're trying to do is to lean very heavily into supporting businesses with that. So to that end, within the ad studio UI, we actually have a free audio ad creation tool. So, if you follow the steps to creating a campaign, then you create an ad set, and then when you get to the ad creation page, you have two choices. One is you upload your own creative. So again, you know, just follow the file sizes, that's and the you know the necessary formats. You can upload it there or you can choose to use the free creation tool. So within there, directly within the UI, you have space to write a script. You have instructions that you can say in terms of like inflection, emphasis, tone. Uh, You can pick a voice actor. So there's samples, and that could be like, you want a male voice, female voice, young, old, Aussie, Kiwi, American, Irish, whatever you want. And then you package that up. You pick the background music as well. There's a library of free assets there. And within 24 hours, that goes to a real, like a real actor. So I think one of the things we often people people are amazed that that's there, and they think it's an AI generated. I was, was going
0: to say it's it's not yeah. some kind of uh, AI generated. <laughs>
1: and I mean, who knows? Maybe at some point in the future, the way AI is going, maybe <laughs> it ends up being there. But I can guarantee, as as it stands today, we're these are human actors put, that we put employed. this in the voice
0: of Morgan Freeman. My, my, ad, my ad for <laughs> Rocket. <laughs>
1: um, and they get back to you, uh, you get that ad within twenty four hours, and then you can either choose to use that ad. You can ask for revisions upon that ad. Again, we're trying to make it that remove that barrier to make it really easier to use. There's a lot of resources. Again, ads on Spotify. Uh, we actually recently did a webinar last Wednesday, or this Wednesday actually. Uh, I'll date the webinar. Two, web- two days ago. Just, we we'll
0: just we won't we won't say the date. We'll just say two days ago. Two days ago. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I won't date us. Um, We're doing this
0: in, uh, in 2014. We're just ahead of the times.
1: <laughs> well, but that lives, that content is now actually on our YouTube channel as well. Okay. So if you go to Spotify ads, there's a YouTube channel. You can see it there. It's like, it's called the secret sauce, how to write uh, effective audio ads. And it just talks about, because I think that's the other thing. We, ha- we have the tool there, but a lot of clients we work with are like, actually, I don't know how to write copy. Yeah. for, uh, audio. So we just walk through some of the basics in terms of how to script it out, what instructions, uh, the kind of voice actor needs in terms of like pronunciation emphasis, where you want it to be. Um, but that's completely free of use within the ad studio UI. So anyone today can go log in, get started and have an ad created within, within a day.
0: It's a pretty compelling value prop, right? Particularly when it's $250 minimum purchase.
1: Yeah yeah, and I, I think as well, like it's probably our one of our strongest USps when we talk to brands is that you know this is something that potentially could cost thousands to go to a creative agency and have commissioned that it is a free resource that is available. And you know, I'm not sure if, if you guys tried it in your own, but we've got I would say majority of our advertisers leverage it. so the quality and the results are pretty high on it
0: yeah' it's it's, it's excellent. I think it'd be good now because our experience, and this may not necessarily be everyone's experience, but I think for us, we do a lot of stuff in Google Ads, search, bottom of the funnel, conversion rate, cost per conversion type thing. I think in our experience, our campaigns have probably compared more to top of the funnel type areas, more like when we're running YouTube for clients, when we're running display, which then help bring people into an ecosystem to, to then purchase. I guess, does that mirror where you would generally see the Spotify ad sitting and then kind of segue into that what are the types of businesses brands use cases that you see generally working really really well
1: yeah I mean absolutely I think that's right I think if the way you purchase the way we the objectives that you can buy within ad studio today are reach and you know, completed listens or impressions, for lack of a better term. So very much top of the funnel, very much consideration and awareness driving. There's a lot of work going on for us to unlock, you know, mid and lower funnel objectives. Because obviously, you know, that's like you said, a lot, a lot of, particularly in in tougher economic times uh, like we're going through right now, a lot of budgets and dollars are being shifted into performance based. We very much are conscious of that. We're trying to build a full funnel solution, but as it stands right now, very much top of the funnel. I think. As well, even when we have the ability to obviously kind of purchase on more lower funnel objectives, just how what Spotify is as a platform, it's very different from obviously very different from paid search, but different from social media as well. It's an accompaniment to someone's day, yeah, right? So as I yeah. talked about, often music is and podcasts are played in the background while somebody's doing something else. So you know, the likelihood of converting then and there, like you would expect on, you know, a social media platform is just, it's not going to be like for like, right? It's always going to be kind of a, a very different experience. So it's very much about awareness, consideration, top of the funnel to that end. And that kind of mirrors the the advertisers we see. So we, we actually have quite a broad mix, but it's certainly those advertisers, I think, that understand the power of top of funnel, understand cross-channel, like, attribution journeys as well. So understand that, yeah, those conversions you may not be seeing directly from that session within Spotify, but obviously that's going to have a knock-on effect to paid search or to social media as well. Uh, in terms of cost effectiveness and reach, what we're able to achieve in terms of awareness and Spotify is really, really effective, yeah. you know, compared to, uh, you know, other channels that have that same kind of scale. So, yeah, really kind of broad. Definitely we, we see, you know, if you have a, like, a, I guess, a higher ticket value, like if you're something that can, takes a longer consideration cycle, we see a lot of those advertisers, particularly in education, I yeah. think that's to our, our young demographic as well, right? So, uh, you know, a lot of universities, a lot of third level education, we even see like autos, or so even down to the dealership level as well, you know, yeah. we'll have those sort of higher value, Can I understand that that consideration cycle to buy a car, to sign up to a university course, you even go on a holiday could be weeks or months or years in some cases. Yeah. And so they understand the power of their awareness, reaching those users at that stage.
0: Yeah. And we ran a really good campaign with, with Liv Mervac, And that's all about build to rent. So people making pretty big life decisions, right. About yeah. um, the, the kind of place they're going to move to long-term. Is it, Fair to say that it probably skews more B2C, just given the kind of targeting options available. Yeah, we
1: have definitely run some B2B campaigns in the past. I would say the majority definitely is B2C, just again, given the the kind of like it's the, the reach play, right? Yeah. Uh, so if you're getting a pretty, pretty broad search in terms of who you're reaching from Spotify, I mean, you could go down quite granular if you wanted to. But in general, best practices obviously to keep it as broad as possible.
0: Do you have any um, data that you can talk about publicly around Spotify usage versus traditional radio listens?
1: Uh, we do. I actually, um, I mean, I don't have it to hand. No, much. no, but just we, it was really interesting. We had a client
0: yeah. a few years ago, and because you mentioned education, and they were an RTO that was very much targeting, I don't want to be too specific, just in terms of. Um, giving away too much more than I should, but they were targeting school leavers that weren't going to go to university for a particular course. And the fit was just there. It just made so much sense that you you would be buying your media in YouTube and Spotify, just give them where where the, oh, we always say eyeballs, but this, this just doesn't apply in this, <laughs> in this ear, instance. Ear, earbuds, I don't know. <laughs> e- e- yeah, earbuds. And basically the marketing team was fully bought into the strategy and it just got vetoed by the board. And the board said, you know, we listen to radio. And it was like, yeah, but the target market doesn't. So just yeah, if you, if you even just offhand, like any feedback on kind of demographically, is there an age, um, it's good data from um, Google as how YouTube compares to cable in the States, just looking at kind of how that graph tracks and it kind of before you get to about 35, 40, it's all the, the, the views are on YouTube compared to traditional cable TV. Um, yeah, anything for the local Australian market?
1: Yeah, we, we we do like so we we've done a number of research comparing to like commercial radio as well, and what we kind of focus on is like the incrementality. So you know, rather than a like either or, it's like if you are in the audio space, if you're considering you know radio as a channel, there is this very sizable and often, as you said, skews quite young audience that just does not listen to commercial radio. And yeah. uh, again, that's a trend. Of linear TV. You know, it's it's the same trend we're seeing in radio as well. It's skewing to a much more older demographic, and obviously, you know, there may still be value in that. But the incrementality that you can get from including Spotify in that as well can be really, really powerful. I I think one of the things we call out there as well is if you're in a situation where you are buying radio, we don't recommend like radio assets to be used on Spotify because it's a very different listening experience, right? So you know, radio is with linear TV. It's one-to-many, mm. where Spotify, it's, it's virtually one-to-one, right? Mm. It's a much more personalized experience. So that's part of the reason with the free audio creation tool as well. We're trying to make it very easy for advertisers to do creatives unique to Spotify. And actually, you know, we recommend in our best practice, even calling out, you know, in your ad copy, hey, Spotify listeners, you know, mm. making it very, very relevant to the environment, because what we've tried to find is the... The nature of traditional radio ads: the creative is sort of like abrupt attention grabbing, trying to be loud, like yeah, verging on aggressive. Yeah, for sure. Uh, as opposed to, you know, well, that's what I was
0: imagining when you mentioned the kind of the the, the sleep playlist. I could just think of a traditional <laughs> traditional yeah. radio ad with just like wake up. <laughs>
1: yeah. So yeah, we definitely make, recommend you know like. Thinking, th- you know, we're, we're all obviously within an audio space, but Spotify is a very different audio environment than commercial radio.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think that, that makes a lot of sense. It's similar to the, um, I guess, the line we've been taking for the last, you know, couple of decades with digital is that, well, it doesn't really matter if Spotify has a slightly lower skew older because you're not paying if people aren't listening and if they're not getting through to the end of the ad. Um, and then there is this ginormous um, segment, which are, I imagine. Well, what is your, does the age range start at 18 or?
1: Yeah. So you can report on, uh, I think it starts, you can see within, in the platform uh, down to, I think 16, but obviously like we, you have the ability to do 18 plus depending on what your, your advertising. Yeah.
0: Awesome. So that's been awesome. I think that in terms of, I think it's a really good overview of the product, how it works, how to get your foot in the door, if you, if you are interested, and in, if you haven't done it, um, or if you have done it a couple of years ago, there's been a lot of changes in terms of just the platform and, um, and ability to get kind of creative moving. I always have the, the last question that I ask of every guest on the pod. Um, what's the best piece of career advice that you'd give to a, to an Australian marketer? Or it doesn't even have to be an Australian marketer. It can be an Irish marketer, a Kiwi marketer. Right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Career advice, I, I think probably the best advice I ever got in my career, when I was young and I was very guilty of doing this is don't worry about what someone else is doing. If that makes sense, where you like, sometimes when you're young, I was fixated on so-and-so got this and -and so-and-so is doing that. And I didn't get this opportunity. And I got that advice from a manager I had a long time ago where it's just like, I can only, I can only control myself, my own actions. And the more I spent on that and the more I can, just focus on the things I had an influence on or I could control. And I didn't care about what somebody else was doing, even if they got promoted ahead of me. I was like, yeah. good luck to them. I can only focus on what I can. I think I got I well, two things. I think I, I became a better employee. I did better at my job, but I think also like I just derived a lot more satisfaction from my job. And I think mm-hmm. it was a lot happier.
0: I think it sounds like uh, that could be broader than marketing advice. I reckon that goes into, surely into <laughs> life, right? <laughs> yeah, maybe that should
1: be, my, the advice is Spotify ads. Yeah, yeah, Spotify.
0: Yeah, there you go. Spotify, I'll be happy with that. Uh, Simon, thanks so much for coming onto the pod. No problem. all. Thank you for having me. Thanks, mate. Thanks for listening to the Smarter Marketer Podcast. Stay up to date about new episodes on LinkedIn and Instagram by searching for Smarter Marketer Podcast. You can purchase your own copy of Smarter Marketer via the Amazon website. And if you want a second opinion about your business's approach to digital marketing, send me an email, L at rocketagency.com.au or visit the rocketagency.com.au website. Thanks for your time.